welcome to the Georgia Tech Catholic Center podcast. I'm the chaplain here, Father Branson Hip, And I'm the development coordinator, Madeline Robertson. What do you do, Madeline? <laughs> I, um, so I work at the Catholic Center to manage our fundraising efforts and alumni relations, actually. Nice. Which is pretty fun. And also really hard. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. What are we talking about today? So today we're talking about tithing, what it is, what the church has to say about it, and what it looks for us, what it looks like for us as Catholics. Um, We'll be talking about what to do with the topic um, and how it applies to our life, practically speaking. Yeah. I think, one, uh, we're talking about this here just to have like the information available but I've actually had people have like these questions and so I think it's like worth talking about because this does come up as people are graduating Um, and if it doesn't come up like honestly it probably should and so wanted to have a space to talk about like what does this actually look like and why especially as we're trying to like educate to adults in the faith like I personally have always been really hesitant to talk about money or like asking for help or tithing in any way because as like the chaplain here it can feel like self-serving or feel like especially like in a culture that is like extremely transactional it can feel like that I give you this you give me that where in my mind like that's not what the church is it's it's communion but that having been said like it actually is a really important part of the Christian life and actually needs to be talked about and educated too so we understand it like better which is something that you were saying earlier about that this is less a financial reality and more actually connected to like one's spiritual life so I don't know if you wanted to say Mm -hmm. something about that yeah I've I mean I know that everyone understands tithing in a different way we all come to know the topic through different people whether it be our parents or our catholic formation um but I would argue that This is a more spiritual conversation than a financial one. Usually when someone hears the word tithe, they're like, okay, money, money that I don't have, money that I'm obligated to do something with, right? But there's actually a much deeper component there, which is the spiritual one. Um, Something that I've been reflecting on a lot, and this was in my morning prayer last week, but... The Gospel of Luke, um, chapter 12, and the Gospel of Matthew, they both talk about almsgiving and the topics of greed and belongings and whatnot. But in Luke 12, it reads, Thus it will be for the one who stores up treasure for himself, but is not rich in what matters to God. I know for a fact that, like, my relationship with God has to do with much more than, um, mm, let me rephrase this. I think this gospel verse points to the fact that, like, God cares deeply about our hearts, obviously, and, um, money can be what prevents us from really being attached to him and only him. And there's more we can say about that later, but Essentially, yeah, tithing is a spiritual conversation. Yeah, and I think for a number of reasons. One is, uh, and it was actually 
the person I always quote, Monsignor Luigi Giussani, who really kind of educated me to this, of setting aside the practicality of, um, well, one, like, yeah, there is a practical reality of when two people get married, they don't say, like, our love will sustain us, we're not going to have a house. It's like, no, like, because there is a love and a very real reality between them, it involves practical things of having a home, managing finances, right? Like, there's a practical implication to a relationship of a love. And so this is actually a same thing in the sense of there's a practical implication to the real lived relationship of communion that is the church. You actually need a place. Mm -hmm. Uh, You actually, like, there's real supplies and things like that you need. But there's, there's this other part of it of, first of all, like an invitation to gratitude, to being reminded that my life is gift and the fact that I have a job, right? That I get a paycheck, that I have a place to stay and to be educated to being grateful to God for that because we're actually not, we don't tend towards gratitude. I, one of my favorite stories is, is the 10 lepers and only like one of the lepers that's healed comes back to Christ. But it's, his, it's in him coming back to Christ that Jesus says, like, go your way, your faith has saved you. So the action of gratitude, of recognizing the origin of things, saves us. But this is not a common thing at all for any of us. How many of us, like, don't actually stop in front of the beautiful things that happen in a day to, like, take time to tangibly say thank you. So part of the reason that I personally tithe, even as a priest, is a, like, thank you that, like, I get to be a priest and, like, I actually have like work and it's great work and that like I have something that sustains me and so I give back as like a thank you to God and to be reminded of life as gift. That's the first part of it that I think is really important but to be educated to gratitude. Um, We know this in some ways where like someone gives us a gift and it's like did you write a thank you letter? But uh, (laughs) which I'm admittedly bad at. This is why I need an education to it, right? But do we do this with like the things that we have to God, right? Especially like as Catholics receiving like the Eucharist every Sunday or every day, like do we recognize the gift that we are receiving in such a way to where we like freely say like, thank you in a a tangible way? Yeah. And I think that gratitude actually requires you to step back and look at what you've been given, Yeah, which is a really important part when it comes to, um giving of our money and giving of our time like okay thank you jesus for this gift let me look at it for what it is let me look at this job that i have and make sure that i'm like intentionally thinking about um the ways in which it has brought gift to my life right and in stepping back you're actually able to then look at okay what am i thankful for and what does this um what does this invite me to you talk about invitation i know when um and in the aspect of tithing right yes that it's this is the kind of the so the first part is like practicality then gratitude and then like an invitation to uh intentionality right what is my life for uh, and that finances are actually connected to that. And many people I know, especially when they go into the work world, sometimes like, especially if they've been diving deep in the faith, they can have these questions of what is my work for? Like I'm working for this company with this product. This feels disconnected from life, right? Besides just like supporting myself or supporting my family. 
And one really interesting thing, and I, whenever I prepare couples for marriage, I always do this of having them sit down and talk about what are you passionate about? What do you feel called to support? So for instance, let's say you have a couple and one of them is really passionate about homeless ministry, right? Often it kind of stays in their head unless it becomes like, a, okay, what are you doing about that? Have you actually budgeted so that you can give a certain amount each month to support this mission? And are you blocking out one weekend a month to do homeless ministry? You say this is on your heart, but it's often easy for it to just kind of stay there unless we like take the actual steps. The second part with that that's really interesting is it actually makes you more intentional with your money in the sense of asking, all right, if my life is for like being a gift and being given to others and I am made to love, maybe I don't get the most expensive like coffee and I hold off on that and I actually give that to what I'm passionate about. Maybe it's like supporting like like mothers in crisis. And so it's like, all right, I'm actually intentionally not going to get like an extra dessert or whatever, or I'm not going to go out to eat once a month and I'm going to give that to the thing that I'm actually passionate about. And you see that that life is meant to be given and that we're actually made to do good things. And it changes the way that you're in front of your work. If I'm not just doing this because I have to, but I actually do this and I take from my work and I give it to something beautiful that I care about. And so you see there that it, it can be an education to a deeper and more interesting way of life that actually includes your finances. And the thing is, is I know lots of couples that actually don't like budgeting at all, but they'll do it because there's something that they care about, that it's worth doing it for. So it shifts even the way that you're in front of your money, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, and that brings up a good point when, of course, like tithing requires that you budget well, right? And budgeting is, I mean, it is part of the emerging adulthood that everyone has the responsibility to. Um, We all have the responsibility to mature and to make these decisions, practically speaking, that looks like budgeting. And um, it also forces you to think about like, okay, actually it doesn't force me back up. So budgeting for me, and I'll use like two different examples I have in my head. Mm. One is that it can challenge you to exercise prudence in your life where you cannot say yes to every social event that you're invited to. I know this is especially highlighted like in college. There's something to do every day. You make decisions about money every single day of your life in college and outside of college, right? And it requires the virtue of prudence. You have to like carefully discern not to give all your money away. Some people have really generous hearts and they have a hard time saying no, right? And then there's the flip side where people are really meticulous about their money and their finances. Some people want to look at their 401k every single day and make sure that they're allotting the um, proportion that they want into their future. Okay, but what does God remind us of? Like, make sure you're storing up riches for yourself in heaven. Um, And budgeting and tithing allows you to be more generous. It is an exercise of generosity. 
without that, like, I wonder how people would question that, like how often people would stand back and look at, okay, well, what am I called to here? Like, what is important in my life? What am I passionate about? It's fascinating that I find that most people don't really sit down to do that kind of work unless they're really asked. Like, it's actually really interesting of, again, like the example of when I'm doing marriage prep and I'm like, hey, have you guys talked about what you're actually passionate about and take steps to do it? I think one of the particular things in the modern world is we get stuck in the world of ideas. Like, we can intend to do good, and but because we don't know what that actually looks like, it stays there, right? And so the intentionality of... Uh, this is what I'm passionate about or this is what has been good for me and I want to support it and you sit down and you actually you do that and you like shift things in order to say yes to your mission whatever that is and that includes like tangibly one's finances and to your point too like sometimes it reveals our position in front of money right where some people are not very responsible with it or it's like a control thing where their hope is actually in their financial stability and not in Christ himself And that there's actually like a healthy ground of, no, you need to be intentional and prudent with it, but also like living generously and recognizing that your hope can't be placed in that. So I, for me, like I'm always looking at what's the deeper thing going on there. And I find that there's all these like fascinating deeper things around the question of tithing. And that's why it shouldn't just be done even in an automatic mindless way. But as you said, is connected to the spiritual life. Yeah. And it reminds me when we, um, when we take a step back and look at our budget and the things that it reveals about our position in front of finances, I I like to talk to people about the fact that God does not need your money, but tithing enables you to trust in God's plan for your life. It is an active part of your will that grows the relationship with God. I mean, think about what we're attached to on earth and like, apart from money, all of our worldly attachments, whether they be to social media, to exercise, to our schedule, the essence of time, all of it relates to the things that we hold worthy in our lives. Tithing requires you to let go in some form. Did you say being attached to the essence of time? <laughs> I mean, that applies to like so many things. I know that's gonna be. We should cut that, but like, you just can't just let that go past the essence of time. I just mean like time in general. I'm attached to my schedule. Yeah. I don't know if you know that about me. Yes, I do. I really like a good schedule, right? I'm aware. That can get in the way, and that can create inflexibility. But so can money. Money is something that we're all attached to, whether we like it or not, and that's okay. Money is important, and we use it for our, like, basic human needs. It's also what can prevent us from trusting God, and God wants our whole heart. He does not want half of it. He doesn't want three-fourths, um, and this is just an exercise to, to grow in that virtue of prudence that I was talking about. Yeah, so those are kind of the things of tithing is like, yeah, the practicality, like invitation to gratitude, uh, like being educated to intentionality. What is my life for? Mission, like actually doing something and, and even like conforming your life to mission, right? Which includes like finances. I like 
budget for this because this is important to me and we as like a family feel called to this right um it invites us to trust as you said in this education to like life as gift okay all i think like those things make sense and plus like the like the rich history of the church and talking about giving alms and all of these things not only that but like there's very beautiful historical realities of like the cathedral in milan how that was built by the local people it's actually they have the like book of the donations that this historian um that i heard speak was talking about of like yeah like the like grave diggers or even the like prostitutes that like gave their money for the building up of this beautiful church right like that's really cool yeah like, it's fascinating like you can see this beautiful thing that was the expression of a people and they saw it as like worthy of that and it was the expression of what mattered to the people it's a whole other thing of like in some ways what we spend our money on reveals what we value um but what do you think this looks like practically for a college student or someone who's graduating for college or for a young adult well practically we need to think about um how we give of our time and our money so um making sure that we pray about using the gifts that god has given us and using our time well to serve the church to serve the catholic center to serve the parish that you register for upon graduation if you're um if you're like on top of your game as a catholic (laughs) but um I would say, yeah, pr- making sure we actually pray about these things. You hear all the time, hey, prayerfully consider this thing. Prayerfully consider donating. Prayerfully consider giving your time to apply for a pillar position. Whatever it is, yeah, it does require your intentionality. So it's like practical. You need to bring it to prayer. The second thing is, um, I would say, take a look at how you're spending money. And are you giving some of it to God? Are you giving some of it to the church? What are you spending money on? Just like we evaluate, like, what are we spending time on? Yeah. We need to ask that question when it comes to our budget. And sometimes it takes looking honestly at the budget and what we are spending money on. Because sometimes people are like, hey, like, I can't really give much or I can't support the church. And it's like, I saw how much you spent on drinks at the bar. Like, <laughs> I know how much you spent on uh, Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're not talking to me about that. Uh, no. But, yeah, like, we actually sometimes, we don't realize. And it's the same problem, right? Even in front of people being like, I don't have time for prayer. And it's like, all right, let's sit down and look at what are you actually spending your time on. And you suddenly discover that you have more time than you think. Oh, right? yeah. So it's not even a problem of we we genuinely think that maybe we don't have the time but it's a problem first of all of like not looking how many people i know that did like things like exodus and they like fasted from technology and were like i have so much free time i don't know what to do with myself you know it's interesting (laughs) so i would wonder even in the same way it's actually having a proper understanding of money as well so you said to like pray about it and then kind of look at your budget and then what Mm -hmm. and make a plan these things require you to like intentionally plan for and commit to action, right? Um, committing to action as in like, okay, you have this idea. Now, how are you going to follow through? When in the week are you going to look at your budget? And 
maybe talk to someone about what that looks like, what tithing should look like for you. Sometimes it's helpful to talk about it with another person um, or like in what way would be the best for me to tithe of my time and my money. Um, But yeah, I, I think it, I think it requires like committing to um, looking at it, period, right? Yeah. Just as like we can think about ideas in our head all the time and there's good intention there, but we're distracted people. And I think that this is a topic that deserves your time. Yeah. So for like me personally, it was, all right, where, what, what am I supporting my local community? So for me, it's like the Catholic Center. So like I give to like the Catholic Center. But then it's where are the places that have been helpful for me? So the particular like movement that I'm connected to, I give to support that. And then it's, all right, what am I passionate about? So like I am really passionate about missions. So I like support the missions, right? In like various forms. Um and then I have like other things set aside, but like for me, like that's what it looks like, and I have it like set up, and yeah. And then it's whenever other things come up, I pray about like, is the Lord inviting me to generosity in this moment, right? Like, is this what He is calling me to? And then, yeah, like, do I have like the space for it? Um, yeah, that it's good that you broke that down. Um, I will say it brings up something that I just briefly want to mention, like. I, I see it as we're obligated to give our money to, yeah, our primary community, our parish, and then also a percentage to, like, other charities. So it's, like, it comes in two parts. And there's also going to be the many opportunities that people come to you asking for your support in a way that looks like, oh, hey, I'm running this marathon. I'm raising money. Hey, I am um, supporting this person in research. Okay. I'll donate to that too. Right. There'll be many opportunities to reevaluate. Um, but practically speaking, like our efforts should be to like what you said, the primary community and like what we're passionate about. And places that have been helpful to us. Right. Right. As like part of a, again, a, a gesture of gratitude. So, yeah, essentially tithing applies to everyone, no matter what state in life you're in yeah and again like i this isn't always the case but i had a parish where some people weren't able to tithe um and so what they actually did was they like worked at the parish uh landscaping and trying to make the parish as beautiful as possible and it was really beautiful and i loved like spending time with those men and like they were doing a genuine like giving back right like so like what the precept of the church talks about is like supporting the local needs of the church right Um, But I think for many of us, like, it does actually involve, uh, like, time, talent, and treasure, as they say. Those words. (laughs) Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? I don't think so. Um, Only that, like, money will be relevant for the rest of our lives. And... This is not a decide once, press play. Um, Like the temptation to not budget or to be frivolous with money will always be there. So you just have to be aware and attentive. um, Yeah, to what's on your heart and 
to make sure that we're moving forward. Yeah. So yeah, again, like it's a education to like one's all of one's life, like including one's spiritual life. What is my life? What is my life for? And am I moving towards that? Good. Very good. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Georgia Tech Catholic Center podcast and uh, more to come. God bless, guys. Hey, y'all. It's John, the Georgia Tech Catholic Center podcast coordinator. Uh, Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. Just a quick note, sort of a shameless plug here. Um, This is a very timely podcast since the Catholic Center's Day of Giving is tomorrow. That's November 29th. Uh, We'd just like to encourage y'all to prayerfully consider giving and supporting this uh, great place on Tech's campus. Um, I'll put a link in the episode description so y'all can learn more and like a link to give. It's through I Give Catholic. Um, Yeah, so check that out and stay awesome, everyone.